Alright, guys, welcome back to another episode of 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Today, I want to dig in a little deeper with、uh, Netflix culture. I want to talk about dispersed decision making, right? So, quick example back in 2004, Netflix was still a DVD rental business, and the head of content or head of DVD purchasing, <laughs> maybe that's the title, maybe not. It's called、uh, Ted Serrano's. So, Ted is responsible to buy all the DVDs that are in the Netflix inventory. So, the quick logic is if the movie is going to come out, it's going to be a hit, they buy a lot of them. If it's not, they buy less amount, right? So, the thing is, is that we don't know, or they're not a film critic, they don't know how. Well, or how popular the film is. So, what happened was, Reed, the CEO of Netflix, this book's author, and Ted was having lunch and they were discussing a new movie. And、uh, Reed is like, Yeah, I don't think it will be that popular of a movie. And then they just laugh it off. They didn't think much of it. And what happened was, the movie came out, it was a big hit, right? And Netflix ran out of the inventory for them. So, Reed was like, Yeah, Ted, why you didn't buy enough? Uh, inventory for our、uh, business, and Ted is that、uh, you told me not to, right? So that was the classic, you know, boss oversaying something or overheard something, or the employees they kind of <clears throat> what's the term? They kind of、uh, did not really had a good sense of okay, this is what the boss w a n t me to do, or this is what I figured what my boss wanted to do, so I'm gonna do it. Right, so Reed said that that was the dangers of a standard decision making pyramid. So, what that means is boss makes a decision, boss is the team leader, boss handles everything. And Reed happens to have a strong opinion and the willingness to share. Right, so what that means is in Netflix culture, right, or at Netflix, the boss is not necessarily the decider. Of how many movies they have to order or other de- important decisions. So, Reed says that、uh, your job is not going to make me happy. Your job is doing what's right for Netflix. So, in my opinion, right, like we all have this type of a situation where there has to be a strong relationship and there has to be a strong leadership. So, what that means is we typically have a、uh, Community,、uh, you know, misconception that the boss k n o w it all, right? The more experience that the boss h a v e then he should call all the shots. But in reality, though, is that really true, right? Like, because I think I heard,、uh, maybe it's on the podcast or maybe it's on the run of the Lifetime books by Bob Iger, is that if the boss, if you're the leader, if you're good at every single aspect of your job, Or I, or, I, or I should say, your employee's job, and every single employee sucks more than you or have less of ability than you do, what does it mean? Meaning, you're, you're hiring a bunch of weak people, <laughs> you're, you're, you're hiring the wrong people, the low performance people. Like I was saying, Netflix is really, really big into talent density, right? So the boss. Really doesn't control the decision making. That's what Netflix、uh, is saying. And the reason I hire you is for you to make that decision. And if the boss is the best at everything that the department is doing, then they're hiring a bunch of 
you know weaker performer or they're hiring the wrong people, right? So in a typical in a standardized um, decision making hierarchy, the lower the innovation, the slower the growth, right? And this kind of like, okay, I know more than you type of approach, like, you know, then it doesn't really work, right? I, I think that was the biggest takeaway is that if my employees are worse than me, then why do I even hire you, right? Like why would I just be running the department by myself? So that's a dilemma. So at Netflix, in terms of senior management, the higher they go, they make less of a decision. They have this quick example in the books I think are really interesting is that Sheryl, uh, Sheryl Sandberg, right? So who is a uh, very, very famous, C uh, I think CIO or CTO for Facebook. So at, so in Silicon Valley, they usually do this kind of uh, uh, CEO shadowing or C-level executive shat uh, shadowing, right? Reed will go shadow somebody else. And Sheryl was one day shadowing Reed with all his one-on-ones, his managerial meetings. And for the debrief, by the, by the end of the day, Cheryl and ask uh, Reed, is like, wow, like, I'm surprised that you didn't even make one decision today, right? Can you imagine a CEO of a big tech company don't even make one decision w w within a company? That's amazing, right? So Reed, in a sense, that uh, you know, when he, when he was, you know, in, in communication with the co-author of this book, Aaron Meyer, Right, uh, and then Meyer wants to sit down with Reed, and Reed's, Reed's schedule is wide open. And Aaron was like, "Wow, you run a big tech company. How can you get your, how can you get your, uh, you know, a schedule to open up like that?" And Reed is like, "Yeah, like if you believe that a CEO is the busiest, the busiest person in the company, then you're wrong. Reed believes that the CEO should not be the busiest person in the, in the uh, company." What, like when he's really doing his job, right? When he's really doing his job, you know, keep up the uh, talent intensity, uh, make sure that everybody is has more knowledge than he does within that particular area, then CEO should not be that busy. And I think that is a very, very refreshing idea in the field of business management. But with all of that, it does have a couple warning signs, right? So first of all, Dispersed decision-making can only work when you have a high talent density and you also have a organizational transparency. So both parties have to be in the loop in this thing, right? I think we talked about talent density a couple of days ago. So the most important thing is, is that they have to be accountable for their de decision and then they have to be transparent. They talk about one of this area in the book where organizationally, they really, really want the you know people that are a couple lower down to the hierarchy know what the big picture are. What is Netflix currently working? What is my department? What is my team is actually working? In a sense that can give them a nice motivation, right? Okay, this is what we're doing, whether that will be boost up the subscriber count or have more IPs in Korea. Then we as a couple tier now employee can know what's going on. I think that is motivating. Like I'm a part of a big company now. I really do feel like we do a decent job at this, uh, at, at Wayfair. So it's actually really in interesting to see what's going on. So I guess my takeaway message, right? Just to put it into a conclusion, 
Netflix has a dispersed decision making that only can happen at Netflix, where there's a high talent density and there's only a very very transparent culture can produce this type of uh, behaviors or communications, all that stuff. So by the end of the day, can you replicate it? I think you can, right? Um, but like, like I said, everything comes back to staffing. Everything comes back to um, getting the talent, um, the talent density high so that the manager can let go and really let them do their job. And that is the most impactful thing for me. All right, guys, uh, we're back into doing this book. I have one important uh, thing to share with you guys about a book, maybe two. So we're we're uh, making it to the end of the series. And um, I really think this is a good book. I really think this is a fresh idea in the terms of quote-unquote business management. I feel like Netflix is being placed in a unique situation in the sense that not a lot of other companies are doing this. They they might be copying Netflix, which I think are wise, but not a lot of companies can successfully just do a one-to-one clone with Netflix because of their culture, because of Reed Hastings, because of their talent density. So I'm going to talk about that tomorrow, I think, are where Netflix has a lot of criticism regarding keeping the... Uh, talent density high, right? How do how do they handle firing people, letting them go, all that fun stuff. We're gonna dive into all of that tomorrow. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, leave a review, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.